Amanda's laughing at me. I'm so tired just, today. Just to preface, we were about to hit record and <laughs> we were originally <laughs> going to record two podcasts today and I was like, you know what? Like we really got to talking, like we kind of cut into our time. And well, because like, we just miss each other. Yeah, we miss we, each other because I, I miss you guys. Humans, no offense. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know if I actually miss you or if I just needed to talk to like a human body. So I thank think you. it's me. I think it's I, I feel a little bit more loved if it's just me. It's you, it's you, Amanda. <laughs> so I was like, let's just do one because we're running out of time and Cammy was like Honestly, praise the Lord because I'm about to fall asleep. Like I, it's like so one of those episodes started tired, out with her yawning. Me yawning. <laughs> and I'll probably yawn like six times throughout. It's like not even just like tired, I'm like sleepy. I'm thirty I guess when this episode comes out I'll be Almost 34 weeks pregnant. That's so crazy. Oh we're, my gosh. We're it's going by so, so fast. For you to be mommy, Cammy. I'm going to be, I'm going to be mommy. And he mommy like, he's Cammy. kicking me all the time, <sighs> but he like keeps me awake kicking. And like, I've actually been sleeping so well, but I asked me and I was like, is it How's normal? the Snoogle coming along? Snoogle, listen, Snoogle <laughs> is everything to me. Okay. If y'all don't know what a Snoogle is, a Snoogle is like a pregnancy pillow. It's kind of in the shape of like an S or yeah, U, yeah, or almost like a C, a long C. A you long can make C. it into an S. Though. Yeah, you can make it into an S. You can make sure. it into like any position, but like you need like I'm not a side sleeper, and when you're pregnant, you have to sleep on your yeah. side, and so it kind of just like cushions you. It makes you feel it like does. you're just like in this pillow. And Stephen hates it because he it's kind of well because we like are cuddlers when we sleep normally. Oh, so you cuddle the snoogle. So now I cuddle the snoogle, and it's huge, and it's huge. Tyler hated it too, and it's just like kind of in the space. But if you follow me on Instagram, you know that Sushi, on the other hand, my dog <laughs> is so cute, is obsessed with it. She thinks it's for her. The second Stop. I get up in the morning, she jumps on the bed and she tucks herself and will wrap it around her. I need to like send you a picture, but she loves it. That so makes me much. so It's her happy. favorite thing. Like, that she makes me so happy. thinks the snoogle is for her. And sometimes, like, I just think she's very smart because she's my dog. But there's times where she'll come to the room, and if I'm, like, making the bed and the snoogle's on the ground, she'll, like, look at me, like, and look at the snoogle, like, are you going to put it on the bed for me? Like, why she's is it like, on the ground? Snoogle, please. Snoogle, please. Thank you. But yeah, oh. anyways, I've been really blessed. I've been sleeping great. But I think I've just reached that point in pregnancy again where it's just that fatigue. Yeah, totally. Tiredness. And I was talking to Cammie about this earlier, but because we're in this weird, unknown, like, uncharted territory. Wait, what? I, mean, yeah. I, thought, I thought everything seemed really normal. I don't know if you knew this, but neither one of us have had makeup on for quite a while. <laughs> I don't know if you knew this, but I threw out my makeup. <laughs> um, Because we're in this, like, weird time, I sort of feel like in a way, plus being in your third trimester, I feel... Like, in a way, it's ma- it makes you more tired some days because you know yes. you have nowhere to be. You know you have, like, no social human contact coming, and you're just kind of like, yawn, <laughs> like you just did. <laughs> well, and it, it's one of those things where, again, and the kind of we're going to talk about that this episode, this is, like, part two yes. of COVID-19 2020. Where we're at. Pre-apocalypse. Who knows? April 15th. Know. April. So it's been over a month. Yeah. A month. Well, I guess for me, I started shelter in place. On our wedding anniversary, which was March 16th. Okay. So it's been, tomorrow it'll be. I or, started on yeah. March 9th. It was Gwen's spring break. So wow. I've, so passed, I've surpassed the month hump. 
and the month, hump. the month hump, and here we are. If you had told me it would have been a month, I would have been like, absolutely not. I'm also one of those like uber positive people, so I yeah. every week I'm like, it'll be it'll done be next busy. week. <laughs> and then Stephen, Stephen, obviously being a doctor and like actually getting legit news from it, is like, but probably not. And I'm like, like, but maybe, but maybe it might be. We never but, know. <laughs> but it might. But no way would I have thought it would have been. Uh, like over a month but now that we've like reached it you're right I feel like this is a good time for us to revisit kind of how we're feeling what's going on because a couple things one we've always said we want this podcast to be like getting coffee with your best friend and this is what we'd be doing and this is what else would we be talking about we'd be talking about this stupid Rona this stupid (laughs) thing that's happening in the world and honestly I think I want to remember like what was going on right now because this is just such a unique time in history and obviously we're making light of it right now. We're kind of laughing, but there's also a heaviness for oh, sure. For like, sure. and I just, I'm so thankful. So many of you guys have been super faithful to reach out to us on Instagram or Facebook and just share where you're at. I had one girl, Amanda message me and say, I talked about on our last episode about Corona, um, just about how it was so weird that this started for us right at the beginning of our seventh year of marriage, like literally the day of our wedding yeah. anniversary this started and it talks in the Bible about the seventh year is the year to rest. Mm-hmm. And then it talks about how, like, literally they had, the Israelites, like, they were commanded to not work in the field for the entire year. And That's to rest crazy. Sabbath for a year. And then they would come back on the eighth year. I guess maybe it would start over back mm-hmm. in year one. Mm-hmm. And everything would be exponential growth. It would be better and God would provide even more. And so it's crazy because here we are saying, oh, it's been a month. Like, this seems too long. But, like, really... Back then, there was a rhythm of every seven years, it would be a year. Anyways, this girl messaged me and was just like, I needed to hear that because she was like, I was feeling really burnt out before this happened. And I'm, she's like, I'm feel, feeling kind of awkward because I'm aware that this is sad. Like, I'm heartbroken for people that are sick, people right. are losing their jobs. Mm-hmm. She's like, but personally, this has been really refreshing for me because yeah. I needed this rest and I'm more aware than ever how much, like... I needed it and the fact that it's being forced is actually the only thing that would have caused me to do it and I feel like maybe it's the three in me but like I feel the same way Mm -hmm. of like there's been definitely cons and we'll talk about those and definitely things that have been hard but I also can't ignore the blessing of this forced rest time and knowing like man this has been so needed and like I needed to know how to rest and you're right now getting into a new rhythm of like the norm is not wearing makeup. The no. norm is not feeling like I have to jump out of bed when my alarm right. goes off and get ready and hurry to drive in traffic. Right, you right. Know? Like, I know. It's actually like like that girl was saying, I, sometimes I feel bad. And I even had um, a friend say this. And she has three little girls, like all under the age of six probably. And so one of them is in kindergarten. The other one is in like Mother's Day out school, whatever. And now she – and she's self-employed. So now she's home with them wow. all the time, these three girls. And, and she's still working? Well, no, no, because okay. she can't, I mean, yeah. all, she's a photographer too, so it's like no oh, one's yeah. getting pictures right now. Um, but she like posted on her Instagram the other day and she was like, I, this sounds really weird to say, but she was like, we're so happy because wow. she was like, we're home with each other. And she was like, we're making crafts every day and we're just, I'm just playing and I'm just being mm-hmm. like in it with them and we're, they're just being kids. And she was like, again, like not to take out the reality of like, this is really, really hard for a lot of people. And a lot of people do live paycheck to paycheck. And I like am crushed for them. Like I saw randomly yesterday that food banks are like overflowing because like so many people need food. So like, I'm not saying that this is not a hard time and that it's not super, super heartbreaking in a lot of ways, because I even think about not just heartbreaking for the people that financially are struggling or 
you know, just mentally you're struggling or whatever, that's super scary. But I also think about the people that, like, again, I think I mentioned this last time, are on the front lines. And this is, like, cause so for some of us, like, our life has been taken to, like, a complete standstill. Yeah. And we're just at home. And it's, like, yeah, like, we're not in a hurry to get up. We're not in a hurry to get in traffic. But on the flip side, there's other people who, like, they are now, like, to the ex- – their job has gone to the extreme. Like, they thought it would ever go. Like, doctors or nurses Absolutely. or whatever. So, it's, like, they're in, like, fight or flight mode. And then there is my side where I'm just, like, home with my kids. Right. And, and it, that's the – I think that's probably why I'm really thankful where I feel like I'm kind of in the middle. Steve and I were talking about it last night where we feel almost kind of neutral mm-hmm. because he his life is – the same if not more right because he's a doctor mm-hmm. um and then my life I'm still working and I'm mm-hmm. thankful that I like got, get to work from home mm-hmm. and could create an online platform for my kids mm-hmm. and do that but it's not to the you know it's not the hype of like showing up every day totally entertaining 80 crazy totally. kids like yes. it's like it's definitely different mm-hmm. being online and I'm getting all this time to rest so it's like I can see the positives but then also if I listen to the voices of fear mm-hmm. there's definitely been moments where I'm like, okay, Steven works at three different hospitals. Like he's definitely more exposed right. than the average person. And so, yeah, I mean, we'll talk about all that today, but I think we just want to come out of the gate and say like, we, this is just a weird time and we want to share it with you guys and just be vulnerable mm-hmm. with the good and the bad that we're yeah. seeing and hopefully bring some light and make you laugh because you have to laugh <laughs> uh, yeah. about it sometimes. At some point you're just like, this is where we're at, you know? Absolutely. Like, <laughs> like Amanda got out of the car today. We both looked at each other. We were like, dying laughing because, like, we used to come on basically basic, like, record days and it'd be, like, like an excuse to dress up. We are ready. Like, and taking a photo. I'm like, no. no. I literally got out of the car and Cammie's like, I'm so pregnant and I'm so glad that you're in comfy, like, yoga pants too because I don't know where else we'd be doing. No. <laughs> I was like, is there really a point anymore? My husband got a buzz cut because it's like, is there a that point? That he looks really cute in. He does look really cute. Cute, but the whole the point of it was not for looks it was necessarily. What else? It was because he was like, I can't go to a place to get like a styled haircut, and he was like, and at this point, just like buzz it off so that I'm like I don't wondering have to cut if it. Steven might do that. Like I don't know what he's gonna do. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Does he get his haircut out? Like, is oh, it yeah. growing out? Oh yeah, it, lo- it looks interesting. He needs a cut. Yeah, see, that's where Tyler was. And at. his hair because it's so straight, it kind of like the sides are really short. And so it, when it starts to grow out, it starts to, like, just grow out, like, horizontally. Yeah. So it's, like, he just has, like, these, like, straight hairs that are growing out. And yeah, I'm, like, that's at like, some point it'll fall, but, like, right now, totally. not, like, the top. Tyler look. gets, like, the whole mullet thing going, and he was, like, just, we just need to buzz like, this. we're done here. Yeah, he's, like, we're done here. Which, okay, side note, another side note. Side note, side note. And then we have to do Starbucks. And then we have to do Starbucks. I don't know if you remember this. Do you ever remember making fun of me for me calling it a burr? I, I will still make fun of you for that. <laughs> Please explain to our listeners what you're saying because no one understands your language because that's not a word. Cammie, for those of us who did not grow up in prestigious South Lake, <laughs> a burr is a word. <laughs> okay, we're I gonna do, We are no, going to do a vote. We're going to do a vote. vote, a vote, a vote. vote. No, right now. I will, I will, right now, I will say, I will bet my, I will bet you, Amanda no, Lackey. No, I will bet you. Twenty-five dollars in Texas. I am telling no. you, I will win this. Everyone, we listen. Bet. I'm betting her right now. Twenty-five dollars. <laughs> That the majority will not, will not say that they would call no, this that. No, our bet is for the next two podcasts, Starbucks on me. That's okay. The great. Bet. I will buy you Starbucks for or next two star- podcasts. Or Starbucks on you for the next yes. two podcasts. Whoever wins. Okay, whoever wins. So I'm explain, winning. explain to our listeners what what we're <laughs> I'm betting on. You. Okay, if you got a buzz haircut, so this is like in high school or whatever. If you, or maybe it's just where I grew up, because I grew up in a very small maybe town. it is just where you grew up. We're gonna <laughs> find out. <laughs> where like a ba- I feel like baseball players always had them and they were called a burr like a buzz haircut was called a burr my like, jaw is dropped 
<laughs> B-U-R-R. And one time... How do you even know it's two R's? Like, did you read do. it in a book? So one time, Tyler had a buzz haircut, and I said... This, we were friends. This was like maybe a couple years ago. His last, whenever his last buzz cut was. I don't know. He doesn't get them very often. But I was like, yeah, like Tyler got a burr. And Cammie was like, he got a what? Like <laughs> she literally had no idea what I was talking about. And I was like, have you never heard a burr haircut? No. It's like called a burr. So in my. Maybe it's a hick thing. In, I don't know. In my like English language knowledge, <laughs> it's called a, it's called a buzz cut. It's just got a buzz cut. Like. And Steven played baseball, and he got it when he played baseball, and it was called the buzz cut. So Steven knew. He we're had gonna to take, know. I'm not, I can't know? wait to ask him. I cannot wait to ask him. I feel like he was there for the original conversation, and I think he knew what it was. It's I've never heard of that. I mean, I don't know what... I don't know what the like slang is for that. Like, I'm not sure why they call it that, but... I don't know either. Maybe we're gonna you take made a poll. it up. <laughs> I swear to you. Okay, so we're going to take a poll, and if... Okay, is the question, have they ever heard of it, or is the question, like, would they call it that? No, no. The question is, have because you hadn't even heard of okay. it. Okay, so yeah. If, right? If, if, uh, no. Okay, no. okay. So the question is, have you heard of a buzz cut being referred to as, as a, a burr cut? And, and then you would say and yes And if or majority no. of people <laughs> say, say, no. that, say that they have, then you <laughs> then win, I'm and I will buy Starbucks you Starbucks. for the next two podcasts. Yeah. And then if you win, you're buying Starbucks. Great. For the next... I'm down. <laughs> I'm just curious because I'm like, these are the I, joys of quarantine. These are the things we find joy the little in. things you discover. <laughs> oh my gosh! So Amanda, speaking of buying people Starbucks, you bought me Starbucks this morning. Well, technically not because I've been on you. Yeah, but what are you? What are you drinking? We got I, the same thing. Actually, we got the same thing. You inspired me um, because you ordered a decaf americano, and so I got a non regular americano with steamed whipping cream. Yeah, the Michele. It, the Michele, it is. It's so good. It's kind of magical. I forgot. I was drinking it and I was like, wow. It's just so smooth. It is. That's a perfect word for it. And, but when I ordered today, I said, obviously it was the drive-thru, and I said with, um, I said steamed whip, and she thought I meant steamed whipped cream for some reason, and she goes, we don't steam our whipped cream. And I was like, yeah, I know. Don't be rude. No. <laughs> I know. I know this restaurant like, inside and out. Yeah, I know. Um, but I just meant the other whip, like the whipping cream. And she was like, oh, yeah. So you want whipping cream steamed. And Is said, that not what I said? Is that not what I said? But it's what it's near here. Okay, there. so I have a question for you, though, because I have – this is by far the longest I've gone without going to Starbucks. Like, it's, Yeah, I was really impressed when It's you been – for, I mean, forever because I don't leave my house. Mm-hmm. But the other reason why is because I've tried two times now to go to Starbucks. And the other day, actually, I was on the phone with my sweet friend, Kaylee Dickerson. We talked for like an hour on the phone. And I was driving and I I was talking with her. I was trying to come to my parents' house, the Mm -hmm. only place I'm going right now. And I was like, well, we're having a great conversation. I can go a little bit out of my way to like search on my phone for a drive through Starbucks. Right. So I did. I drove probably 10 minutes out of the way. Get there. It's closed. It's not open. Which I thought all drive through Starbucks were open, so I was really angry. Then I go to, I'm like, whatever. I like complain to Kaylee for a second, get in my car, drive to the one that I know is by my parents' house is open, get there, and the line is astronomical. The lines have been astronomical. And same thing, I tried to go this morning because next to my um next to my OB is a Starbucks. And so this is actually really sweet. Since Steven can't go with me in my appointments anymore, he'll still drive me. Stop. And I'll sit in the car and wait in the parking lot and then he'll go Stop. get me coffee. I know oh, it's because we, we normally would go and then go get Starbucks together, and it was like our routine. And so he wants to feel like it still feels normal for me. I know it's so sweet. Even oh, so, what a man of God. So which yeah, I mean one of the negatives of this is like we loved going to appointments together yeah. and like having a heartbeat, and now like 
I have to go by myself. But so amazing just taking little things to be like, okay, we're going to make this feel semi-normal. So, yeah. So he goes with me. But we were driving on after and he was like, I need you to know how much I love you because he was like, I'm going to drive you by the Starbucks that I wait in line for. And again, 30 cars probably. Like I've never in my life. Yes, yesterday I timed it. I went yesterday as well because I will say this. I, again, am not trying to take away from the hardships of this. And I have a lot of friends that this is a very, very hard season. And I'm 100% acknowledging that. And for me, some of the day in and day outs are just, to be honest, very selfishly annoyed. Whether it's like an area where I just, I cannot watch another (laughs) three-year-old YouTube like learning (laughs) thing. Or I like cannot wipe another... I don't even know, snack off of a mouth. It's like Like, that's all you're seeing. It's all I'm seeing is like the kids stuff right now. And there's moments where I'm like, this is the best. I'm having so much fun. I'm killing it. I'm such a good mom. Like we did a craft today. Go me. And then in 0.3 seconds, it can quickly change to, we got to get out of this house. (laughs) I'm Jenny here. (laughs) And so all that being said, I will take them to the car wash has been great. We go and get our car wash because Gwen loves the car wash and that's like an outing right now. And oh. she thinks it's super fun and like the lights come on and she calls it like the rainbow and the lights come at the end and like the laser things dry your car. This is what we've come to. This guys. is what we've come to. The car wash is an activity. So fun. So we'll go to the car wash and then we'll do the Starbucks drive through. Your car has probably never been cleaner. It was never been cleaner. It's the only thing we can do. And then we'll go to the Starbucks drive through and yesterday I timed it and we were in the drive through for 35 minutes. Like, it was that but bad. Like, but I had nowhere it. else to go. Right. What else I'm not do? in a hurry. Where else am I going to well, go? Well, that's the thing that's interesting is I feel like most Everyone's of the time, the lines would never be that long because people would see a long line and they'd be like, I'm out. Yeah. But, like, people are committed because that's well, the highlight of their day. That's the highlight of the day. Cool. Starbucks, thank you for keeping your drive-thru open because it's genuinely the highlights it's, of my day. Yeah, it's definitely. It, like, it gives me, we'll kind of go, like, midday, like, maybe go mornings if I'm like, all right, I just need to pick me up, like, first thing. But sometimes, like, most of the time we go, like, midday, and it's just, like... Breaks up the day. It breaks up the day. It's a nice little break, and I'm like, wow, I killed the morning. I'm going to kill the afternoon now, thanks to Starbucks. Thank you, Starbucks. <laughs> okay, so that's a joy, but that's we want to talk about what are other random things that you've, like, been watching or doing that have brought you joy in this new routine of your life? Because I, I think at, at a month, I think it's 21 days to make a habit. So it's interesting because we, we've passed the 21-day mark, oh, so it's like we're yeah. kind of in a new rhythm of life right now. So... We've been doing a lot of homemade pizza. That's been really fun because, like, normally we would save that for like Friday night or just like whatever. Every night's Friday night. (laughs) Right now, Monday night blends in with Friday night. (laughs) So, everything we literally did them last night and we're like, want to watch a movie, guys? And like, put on Disney Plus, like, made a homemade pizza because it's like every night is kind of Friday night right now. So, that's been really fun. And like, that's going to be something that I miss is just feeling just not the rush to get anywhere. And this is something that's kind of odd, but nice at the same time too. I have loved not looking at my calendar. Yes. Like I'm not referring to my calendar ever right Which now. is so weird because I literally opened up April and I had all, again, all these, all these things, things I thought I was going to have yeah. to do. And I was like, how am I going to find time to get ready for the baby? Which talk about a gift because I'm realizing now how much it takes to put together a nursery and like yeah. figuring out a stroller, car right. seat, all this stuff. But you're right. To open a calendar and be like, why is this even open? Like, I have I ha- nothing. I've, all of these have been wiped out. Like, mm-hmm. normally, Sunday nights would kind of be, I would call them the Sunday blues. Yeah. I don't know if anyone else feels this way. But Sundays, like, I'd have to a great weekend with Steven. Mm-hmm. We would, like, kind of have dinner together. And church, you know, is great. You're just feeling, right. like, all the feels. But then you realize, like, oh, tomorrow's going to be Monday. And it's kind of back in the start rhythm. Over, and so yeah. on Sunday nights, Steven and I would typically get our schedules out and, like, look at the week. And there was a lot of weeks where... 
it would already it would just overwhelm me because he'd be mm-hmm. like, well, what nights are you home or what nights you know is he working? And it just felt like we never could like mm-hmm. find enough time together. And we've been laughing the past couple Sundays because it's like Sunday night meeting, family meeting. And he's like, what do you got this week? I'm like, <laughs> I got nothing. Like, <laughs> what do you got? I'm like excited, and I'm like cooking dinner for him and like doing these things that I normally like. I've always wanted to have time to do, but yeah. I'm learning to do now. But yeah, I mean, wide open. I'm like, why is this calendar even here? Yeah, don't know. I love that. And you've been doing HelloFresh. I've been doing HelloFresh, guys. This is not an ad, so that's, but I it guess should that's, be. Th- it should be. This is. I wish it's an ad. If yeah. I say it's an ad, will they send me money? <laughs> it's an ad from Basically Basic. HelloFresh. <laughs> Swipe up right now for my discount. No, but again, like that's something that's brought me joy. Okay, yeah. so yours has been homemade pizza. Mine has been. And the Starbucks drive-thru, honestly, has been the number one. Yeah, and you've actually, like, told me, like, this is part of my routine, and I think that's great. It is, like, it shouldn't be a habit, but it is right now, and I justify it because I go, I earned this. Oh, yeah. You're (laughs) like, I have worked all day. If I was, like, sitting in my couch watching movies all day, I'd be like, Amanda, that's, you don't need to do that, but I'm like, we need this. For sure, you earned it. it. And I have always wanted to learn to cook, and my dad's a phenomenal cook. But I think because of that, which again, if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen when we've come over to my parents' house for dinner, some oh. like gourmet meals. He makes oh, like it's crazy. And I actually, it's funny. I think that he's also going a little stir crazy because I feel like the meals have gotten more and more like gourmet. Stop. Like I feel like he's like like he's like, what am I gonna do? Yeah, like for Easter, he had like we made he made homemade euros with like everything was homemade. Like the pita bread was homemade, the tzatziki sauce, the hummus, the euro meat. Like he ground his own euro meat. Like every and then then. Typically, like, he would make a meal like that, like, once a week, and then other others would be, like, be, like yeah. more normal. Then last night, I see Stop. from my sister's Instagram Stop. that he made homemade fried chicken. <laughs> What's happening? Stop. Like, he made what else he homemade meatballs. Yeah. It's, like, he just, like, again, his work is slowed down. He's normally traveling, like, whatever. Stop. But so I, funny. because my dad's such a good cook, I think I, I didn't really, I would watch him in the kitchen, like, talk with him, but, like, He's so next level that it's like for a beginner, you don't even know what he's doing. Yeah, he doesn't like, use recipes. That's like an art because he's it like, really, it's his art. And he it's like his knows, art and it's yeah. his creative space. Totally. And like, it'd be like someone in coming to like try to write a song with me that's like mm-hmm. not really a musical. It's like, yeah. you don't really know what's happening. So I was like, you know, I'm becoming a mom. I really want to learn. So HelloFresh it's a little, it's a little expensive, but yeah, I think at this time, but it's fresh I, food. It's fresh food. It's coming to my house. Mm-hmm. I don't, I can't go to the grocery store right now. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to deal with that anyways. No. And so just two meals a week, but I'm like, it's forcing me to, to cook. And, I and love the food that. is good. I, I love really that. like it. I mean, I kind of want to try it because I've heard great things Yeah, it's it. honestly, it's fun. And like you can, you pick your menu so you can pick like trying different things. Yeah, I love that. What's um, another thing that's brought you joy? You know this one, but painting. I love that you do that. Has Amanda. always been something that I'm like, I've told Tyler, like, I just want to paint. Like, I just want to be creative. I just want to like have to have a minute to myself. And it's different. Like photography is different for me because I've gotten paid for that my whole life. So it doesn't, it, it definitely feels like an art, but it also feels more like work. Like, so, and it's very, unless you're actually like taking photos of somebody or something, the back end of that is on your computer. And so a lot of it's like digital, you're still like editing, like it feels like it's kind of a part of our digital world. And this is neither here nor there, but like a very, very side story, side, 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 side story is I've often struggled with the world of Instagram because before this, like, I feel like before Instagram, photographers, like, were photographers, and I feel like post-Instagram, everyone is a photographer. Wait, that's so true. Or everyone thinks they are. Everyone thinks they are. And it's kind of like, for you, like, singing, it would be like a platform where all of a sudden everyone submits 
like videos of them singing all day well, long. It's kind of like YouTube day. a little bit, but, I mean, not yeah, to that extent, but basically, like, yes. you know, before it was like you had to go to someone's show or like, exactly, whatever. But now it's like anyone can, anyone be, can get, yeah. anyone can get, put a camera up and sing totally. a song. Totally. And so that's something where like I've struggled with a little bit because I just feel like it's harder because it feels so saturated. It's harder to pick out like the true, who mm-hmm. I think is like the true artist, whatever. So I've craved ever since that kind of started happening way before um, Corona, I've sort of, sort of craved like just more things with my hands, like creating more things with my hands because everything photography wise has felt so digital. Um, and so there was no better time than a pandemic to order a couple like blank canvases on Amazon. And I've like gotten them shipped to my house and like Gwen and I will sometimes do it together. But then when she, when both the kids are in bed, I'll just like do it by myself and it is the most therapeutic and I love putting worship music on and I will just put worship music on and go and it's a form of worship for me and I just get to like paint and it is oh my gosh it's so fun and it's it's become like a lot more addicting um because I know I have the time for it and beforehand I like wouldn't want to get out the paints because I'd be like well no it's worth it we got to get here and then I have to be there and then it's going to be a mess and I have to clean up so like I'll just just, I'll do it later I'll do it later Mm -hmm. and it always kind of got pushed to the side and this has been such a perfect time of a slow season to be like, no, you know what? I'm going to do it today. And you're so good at it. I actually have a rainbow that Amanda oh, painted for oh, me it's on your shelf. after my miscarriage and it's on my bookshelf. I'll, I'll post so a picture of it, sweet. but it's so good. And actually my sisters came over recently and they were like, wait, where'd you get this rainbow? And I'm like, Amanda oh. painted that for me. They were like, she did? Oh, like, this is really good. So I know sweet. it really is because it's just like the color choices. I think art is so interesting. It's so interesting and I love it. And that's the thing I love about so, art is there's no okay. right or wrong way. No. Like there's no... and. I just love the, like, so if any of you art nerds out there are wondering about my style of painting, (laughs) I love abstract. It's my favorite. I could never, I don't want to say never, but I will probably never sit down and paint a portrait of somebody or (laughs) a mountain or, like, a building. Like, the very intricate paintings, I'm like, whoa, you are another level talented. Like, I don't understand. So my, I feel like I love abstract because it's my mind a little bit and it's sort of just all over the place and I love all the shapes and I love all the colors well, and that makes I love sense because it's the freedom to it is. Just do it's whatever you feel the Lord leading. Yes, totally. And that's what it is. That's why I love worshiping with it because it's like whatever is in my spirit, like in my heart, in my mind, it just gets to like come out in color and I love that. I love that. It's so fun. So that's been something I'm really thankful for. I'm laughing because yours is so like beautiful and peaceful <laughs> and the thing I was thinking of next is not that at all. So <laughs> guys, I'm just going to be really real with you right now. I can't wait. Something that's been bringing me so much joy and it's kind of ended now. Tiger King. No. Oh. That actually brought me the opposite of joy. <laughs> I, we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> but um, Tyler, Cameron, and Hannah Brown's quarantine situation together. How have we not talked about I this? I don't know, but it brought me so much joy. I, I literally, it is so funny. If you go to my Instagram, like, you know the page that's like, what you'd want to see, yes, like the one that yes, they like the highlight one or whatever. Yeah, it's literally all oh, anything about them. No, anything about not. the quarantine crew. I always loved Tyler Cameron, and I I liked Hannah Brown and her horrible choice of choosing Jed. I was like devastated for her. I'm just gonna interject. Failed. Do you remember from day one? And I was like, I like Hannah. You did. Well, when she first when she was came on Colton on season. Colton season, and and I didn't. Like, no, no. I have another friend, Annie. She hate she didn't hate her, but she like didn't love her, and she was like, I'm so confused why you think that she's. And you were right, Amanda. You saw I'm the like, goal. I really feel like she's okay. I really feel like she's I just like herself, this. and I like she's that. She's herself, totally. She yes, and she's unapologetically unapologetically herself. herself, totally. And let's be real. If I was casted on The Bachelor, like 
I'm pretty sure I could get misunderstood very quickly. Oh, we all could. Let's yeah, every, everybody could because it's like the things you say. It's like, no, I didn't mean it well, that way. Well, you're exhausted. Like, they like probably like throw alcohol in your face and then it's oh, like yeah. 3 a.m. And, and all I'll these take people it. are, it's like quarantine basically. <laughs> yeah, it is. You're shelter in place with all these crazy girls you don't like who are dating the same guy as you. So like things are going to come yeah, out, so right? So let's give a little bit of grace here. Yeah, I'm giving her all the grace. <laughs> Jesus still loves Hannah Brown. She'll let you know She'll let that. you know Jesus still loves me. But that, like the fact that I guess his mom passed away and then she went to Florida to be at the funeral and then I think all this happened so she like had to stay that's how that happened was like she had to stay because shelter in place started happening how'd she get all her clothes so i don't think she like did i don't know if she had enough clothes like i don't even know she was like and they just every day they post these videos and like nobody knows for sure if they're dating but like they have to be and like it's so cute and i just feel like he's such a catch i'm like what if they end up getting together and it's all thanks to this And it's like this love story. Like, it is what I needed. Like, it's such a simple thing. But I'm like, thank you, Bachelor World, for stepping up. It's so good. Because we're going to have to wait for the new season now. We don't even know if Bachelor in Paradise will happen. They're trying to push this stupid show about singing (laughs) that I'm like, if I hear, if I get one more out about Listen to Your Heart, I'm like, no one's down for this, Chris Harrison. You can do no wrong, but this was wrong. Honestly, in quarantine, someone might be down for that. They're like, what else am I going to do? I'm in a group text with my Nashville girlfriends (laughs) called Batch Babes, where we just talk about Bachelor stuff. And uh, Courtney, one of my friends, said, I'm trying to remember exactly what she said because I was like, this needs to be a meme. But it was like, an, she screenshot an ad that they sent her and she was like, if no one watches this at this time, it needs to be proof to you that we don't want it. Like, <laughs> Bachelor Nation, we have said no. We don't want this show. We have said no. We have said I'm, no. I'm, it aired, I think, last night. I'm re- I, I'm going to watch it, I think. I feel like, is it? I thought it was already over. I don't even know. I don't care. I think I heard it aired last night. Watch it. Let me know. What you I think. could be wrong. Okay, I'm gonna let you know. Because I'm so, but just like this, like the behind the scenes, like I think the quarantine crew in my brain was like the Bachelor season that we never got at oh, this time. Oh, for sure. And then there's the whole Peter and Kelly situation. Do you know okay. this? Okay, are they dating? So I'm pretty sure they're dating. It's like, it's the same thing as like Tyler and Hannah, where like no one's confirmed it. They've said that they're just friends, but like mm, I don't think so. Also, you could have saved us all this heartache if you just would have. Oh. I can't. Stayed with her in the hotel when you uh, guys saw each other. That's what I was going to say. Not only could you save us heartache from if you just had picked her on the show, but you could have saved just from Barb from that horrible <laughs> season if you had just dated her at the hotel and moved on. Oh my gosh, Barb. Barb. I wonder what Barb's Barb, doing in Barb is probably struggling right now. <laughs> Has to be. Has to be. <laughs> she was struggling before this. Okay, but. so speaking of TV shows, now we have to bring up Tiger King. Oh, okay. Yeah, we have to There's bring been up Tiger a new King. Episode. Did you finish it? So, okay. I got to... Maybe episode four or five. Okay. So here's my struggle with Tiger King is I have moments where I'm watching it and I'm like, I'm so entertained. I, I'm captivated. I'm like, <laughs> how is this real? But then the moments that I realize it is real, I actually get like really sad. And like, I just feel like so heartbroken because I'm like, these people are dealing with like demons. Yes, like there is like totally. mental illness. Like it is. I know. Like beyond. I mean, it's just, it's just dark. It is. It and really so, is. And it's weird because I feel like everybody has shows that they're, like, sensitive to, right? Oh, and so totally. it's really easy to judge people. and to, Like, I've been judged for watching The Bachelor. Like, and I totally get it. It is trash. I understand. Yeah. Like, but but for me, like, personally, I've gone before God. And, like, I just don't – I don't struggle with it when I watch it. It doesn't no. make me, Mm-mm. like, covet a relationship. And like, a lot it makes of me that, more yeah. secure in my marriage. Totally. And I can watch it and differentiate that this isn't – like, I know that this isn't normal. Right. However, would I advise, like, a single girl that I'm mentoring to, like – watch the show religiously like no I wouldn't I feel like the best way to put it is to you could you like and I feel the same way you and I can watch it as a fiction it's like yes. we're, we're both watching it being like this is a story 
it's not like we don't see it as I mean it, obviously yes it's there realized right. but it's like for us we're not we're not sitting here like comparing it to like oh well should have I done that date or should have I, like, exactly should I have done this it's like no no we and watch it and we watch with it. anything you have to be open handed with the Lord when it is a gray area of like. I think there's a scripture that says everything is permissible, but mm-hmm. not everything is beneficial. Mm-hmm. So, like, is God? Am I gonna like go to hell because I watched Bachelor? No right. way. God's grace covers that. But if it's leading me down a path that it's like really not benefiting my life, like right. wisdom would tell me not to watch it. And so again, like Bachelor in Paradise, I've stopped watching a couple of seasons mm-hmm. ago. I actually stopped watching it because mm-hmm. I was like, this is not okay to me. No. Like, I gotta check in my spirit and yeah. I have to follow that. Yeah. But other seasons of life, I've been fine. And that's the thing that you have to follow. And that's why God totally. gave us this, the Holy Spirit is so that we can follow it when it talks to us. And it's like, if exactly, when you feel a, a yes. heart check or a spirit check, you're like, well, can't ignore and that. And it's not my job to judge anyone to be like, oh, you watch that? Like, you're not a Christian. Totally. Or vice versa, like, you don't watch that. You think you're better than me. Like, exactly. no. Like, I have, I have friends on both ends of the spectrum that, mm-hmm. like, love The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. And I have friends that are, like, some of my best friends that are, like, I can't believe you watched that. And I'm like, yeah. I, I get you. Like, I get you. I so with Tiger King, all that to say, I I get sensitive to certain shows and Steven gets sensitive to others. Surprisingly, he... He could not handle Tiger King. Aww. Like we, and I think it's because him being a doctor, dealing with yeah. people like with brain mental injuries things. and like yeah. mental. Mm-hmm. He was like, we watched it together, and again, we're doing everything together right now because there's no one else we're in our t- world. Yeah, you're together. So I'm like, I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not gonna sit and watch Tiger King alone. No, no, and like, uh, no, he, I had to watch it with Tyler. No, because it, it is kind of creepy. It's intense. Yeah. And so we got to like episode four, and Stephen was like, "Yeah, I can't watch this anymore," and I was like, "Okay," but I mean, do I want to know what happens? Uh, hundred percent. It. I, f- I feel the same way, and I could I definitely couldn't have watched it alone. And when Tyler and I were watching, there was moments where I, I – you can literally ask him. There was moments I would pause it, and I needed to debrief some things. And so I'd pause it, and I'd go, babe, this is actually really sad. Like, what is happening? Because I w- – and it's the same thing. It's like when you see the heart of people, you see that, like, no, no, no. This is not God's no, best for no. you. No, no, no. And it's like, yes, he's made choices, but it's like – and even in the beginning, I think the main guy, I, Joe or whatever, I think in the beginning he even talks about how – he came out to his dad and in front of his, he basically came out to his that dad about being gay me. and his dad in front of his mom and him said, I need you to shake my hand and make sure that you will never come to my own funeral. And I'm like that kind of, those kind of statements are so damaging that it's like, what? And then, and then there, there were stories like that story after story that mm-hmm. he would kind of tell. And they weren't long stories. It was just like, Oh, and then my my brother was on the way to move my sister, and they got in a car accident, and my brother that's died. Even, like, and it's sadder like, when someone says something super heartbreaking so flippantly. And that's what it was. He because says it's it like, like it's not a big deal. You are so numb to the fact that that's not how you should like how your life should have been. No, you know? or how you should be treated. Yeah, right. like your dad should never make you shake your hand and say, "Don't come to my." But it's funeral. such a like, deep wound at that point. Exactly, and it, like makes you become totally, crazy. totally. So I feel like uh, all of Tiger King. <laughs> Is this weird, like, spiral effect into, like, who just, you're right, like, all these demons, like, have now made him into, or, like, what, like, what he's been doing, and it's, like, it's kind of, it is really heartbreaking. Well, Steve and I were, la- like, just, like, laughing, again, same, same thing, pausing it and being, like, because each character is crazy in their own right, like, there's totally. Joe Exotic is, yes. like, I don't, I've never experienced a person like him, I don't even have words, like, for his outfits. I bet he knows what a burr is. Yeah, he <laughs> definitely knows what a burr is, Amanda. <laughs> Joe Exotic, if you're listening, one, we're praying for you. Two, you probably had a burr in your lifetime. <laughs> so real. <laughs> then there's the doc. The doc guy is the most, to me, 
is actually the craziest one that seems so like under the radar. His is conniving. He's, he's a conniving. cult leader. Like he's he has a little like, bit all of, these, yeah. like, no, he's a cult leader and, like, for sure. And his is scary because he's the only one that looks normal. Like when yes. you look in his eyes, you're yes. like, you seem like a normal dude. Yes. But, but there's not. But there's a lot of things being concocted behind his brain that he for is like sure. he is yeah. And then Carol Baskin. She did it. She did it. <laughs> she a hundred percent killed her. Carol Baskin, I'm so sorry. But like honestly again, okay, so this is another thing. I was talking with Steven about how there's so many things that will be affected by the coronavirus, like weird things that will happen, like relationships that will develop or not develop. Yeah. Like pe- people think about it. If you've gone on three dates with somebody, now you can't see them for the next three months. Like either the relationship is over or you're going to be like, oh, I really miss you, whatever. Or yeah, or but I really don't. this case being reopened, Carol Baskin, I guarantee you, because they're reopening yes, her case with, of her potentially killing her husband. And the only reason I feel like they're doing that is because because of Corona and the quarantine, this show got way more attention views than, than it, it would ever have. would have. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Because this is the most weird, entertaining thing that's happening totally. right now. And so that led to them reopening the case. Which, if it ends up finding out that she killed her husband because of this, like it's it'll change everything just because of this disease. Like, how weird is that? That is so weird. And yeah, she a hundred percent did it. And the thing too is, I feel like. Poor sweet Joe. I just even after even after all of it, it's like, yeah. I mean, if you watch it till the end, there's like theories of like, oh, he got blackmailed, or like, oh, he was put in this position just so they could frame him, whatever. And all of that may be true, but too at the end of the day, when like you're so aggressive in all of your public videos of like, oh, girl, Baskin Tate hurt, boom, right? Dead. Like showing <laughs> you like pretending to shoot her. It's like not a good move, buddy. But even so, all that being said, and I could be completely oblivious and naive. But even so, I'm like, I still think there's a good heart behind there. Oh, I really do. I mean, I think I look at all of them and I'm like, you guys all just need deep inner healing. Totally. Like, Jesus. Like, I don't... And I'm like, what is the correlation between crazy people liking tigers? Like, why? I don't know, but it's pretty... Honestly, Tyler was like, I had no idea it was just 2000. He was like, I could own a tiger. Right. Like, they're 2000 but that's it? Like, I thought they were That's like, all? That's how much my golden doodle costs, right. I'm gonna be honest they, with exactly, you. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, anyone can have why <laughs> isn't that crazy the ones where they like would, would get mad at the tigers for like trying to bite them i'm like they're tigers they're tigers what do you expect them to do anyways okay well, so okay so that's something that that's brought the joy and also tiger king <laughs> okay so now what's something that has been difficult Ooh, i think something that's been the most difficult um is just not being able to do what i want to do when i want to do it yes that's so real um and a lot of that's a little bit in motherhood already, just because you're like, oh, I'd love to go hang out with a friend, but it's like, oh, the baby needs a nap, or just yeah. like whatever. Um, but it just feels a little more heightened because even with even in like the mom world with my own kids, we can't just go. I can't pick up and like us go to the museum or us go to the library. Like even though school's done and I'm mm-hmm. kind of, and I'm good with that. Um, we can't even go to a playground because it's like even a playground could be filled with all these germs or like a coronavirus. So it's just that part feels a little bit depressing. And if I let myself like go there too much of like, mm-hmm. all, let me list all the things we can't do, then that feels really frustrating and like a little bit scary. Um, but it's like and I and I do allow myself to feel that for just like a little bit in a second. And I'm like, OK, this is really real. We can't go here. We can't do this. This is sad. But there's no point in staying in this. So, like, what can we do? Let's get creative. And, yeah. I, and I'm grateful that it's, like, pushed a lot of my own boundaries to try to, like, do things. And creativity, honestly, to try to do things that are fun and joyful. Because 
God promises that he will make everything good. So it's like just hanging on to that instead of relishing in the parts that just kind of suck. Yeah. But acknowledging that they're real and that's okay. And I think it's okay to cry sometimes. I think it's okay to be sad. I think we have to be because if we're not willing to feel those things, then we're never going to truly experience what this is. Yeah. And I think it does feel so out of control that it's that like surrendered feeling of like just being like, wow, this, this is like something I can't fix. Like it I can't. Totally. I can't do anything about it. I mm-hmm. think for me, like, the hardest part has been pretty much the same thing you're saying. Just, like, the things that I had expectations of mm-hmm. that I'm having to realize were expectations that I wasn't promised or guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Like, I was telling Amanda earlier, I'm thankful this is my first baby because I think if I had already had a picture of, like, well, my family come Like, the tradition is my mm-hmm. family comes into the hospital mm-hmm. after we have the baby or, mm-hmm. like this is what it, the hospital should look like or feel like. Right, right. Then I'd have, like, a preconceived idea. But, um, I mean, yeah, I right as of right now, like, you know, Steven can't come to my appointments anymore. All my baby showers were canceled. Mm-hmm. And and I, being in charge of one of the baby showers, we are going to do a really, really fun celebration, and we'll do a sip and see, and that's it's going to so be sweet. awesome. So it doesn't end there. And right. that's, and that's the good that. thing. And believing that, like, God is going to make everything better. And, like, what a celebration when we get to meet, like, sweet baby boy and just get to celebrate Yeah, I'm believing that it will be, like, again, he's going to make it good and better. And just kind of let go. Like, I thought it was going to look this way. It's not. Mm-hmm. And, like, even, okay, so as of right now, our families can't come to the hospital. So the only person that can come with me is Steven. Yeah. And I just pictured, you know, right after we have the baby, like, Everyone our parents there. coming in. Mm-hmm. and But now being like, okay, God maybe it's going to be so sweet just the two of us Mm -hmm. and it's going to be like this intimate time and like he knows what I need Mm -hmm. and just trusting that but also not I don't like I think when I was a more immature Christian I felt like being a Christian meant that I had to I had like two modes I was either mad at God and I only knew how to be angry at him and to be like why are you doing this Mm -hmm. or I was like I just need to put on a brave face and pretend like everything's okay because that's a good Christian thing to do Mm -hmm. and I feel like in maturity of faith it's actually being like in the middle of feeling what you're feeling in the moment and bringing it to him. Like I've had moments where I've cried about it for sure. And I've had moments where I'm like, man, everything is already so unknown Mm -hmm. just in my life right now with Mm -hmm. being about to have a baby. This is a totally new uncharted territory on Mm -hmm. top of the world being an uncharted Uncharted territory. territory. So it's like, there's moments where it feels too heavy. Mm -hmm. Um, but bringing it to him and also knowing that he is, he feels that like there's empathy for that. Mm -hmm. Like he's like, I understand um, and it just makes it, again, it, it, it's hard because you're like, you know, this is not I, my ideal. And like, I've definitely had moments of fear because of mm-hmm. Steven. I'm like, mm-hmm. he, like he, I don't want him to even be exposed to it. Like right. I, I need him to be healthy right now. Right. Like my biggest fear has been that he would get it and that I would have to be apart from him. And yeah. like, that would just be, I can't even go there in my mind. No. And, I, and I think it's something we were laughing about earlier of like choosing joy and being positivity. Mm-hmm. It's hard because I think a lot of people think that's insensitive, but yeah. I actually think like the world right now has enough negative news. Like totally. if, if in our day to day, we take the word of God and his word says, do not worry about tomorrow for mm-hmm. tomorrow will have enough worries of its own. Mm-hmm. God's going to provide for you. He's with you. He loves you. All these scriptures that we can stand on. If we take that for what it is, then we have to just breathe in, in the moment and be like, his mercies are new. Not even just every day, but every moment. Yep. So like, Am I actually okay right now? Do I have mm-hmm. everything I need right now? And right now, my story is, yes, I am actually okay. I am at peace. Mm-hmm. He's with me. He's the Prince of Peace. And so from that place, me choosing to be like, I'm good right now. Mm-hmm. Bring, it makes me joyful 
makes me have faith, which then makes and me then brings joyful, joyful yeah, things. Brings joy to my family, brings mm-hmm. joy to my atmosphere. And I'll I'll even interrupt and say this. If in this in this moment you ask yourself, Am I okay? and your answer is not yes, your yes. answer is no, ask God to then make you okay yes. and to bring you that peace. Because I promise you, when you ask him in that moment, he will. One hundred percent. And that's why you need community because it's like here's the thing, if if let's say you called me tomorrow, Amanda, and you were like we have Corona and like, or Tyler lost his job or whatever. And in that day of trouble, like you were like, I'm actually, I'm actually not okay. Mm-hmm. It would be better if I had been upping my faith, standing mm-hmm. on the word, reading the Bible, praying totally. and I was okay. And I had peace for to iron give to you. sharpen iron. Yeah. To be yeah. like, Hey man, I'm going to, I'm going to speak life over you. Yeah. I'm going to declare like faith over you. I'm going to give you a scripture that God mm-hmm. spoke to me, all these like positive things as opposed to if I've just been sitting at home sulking when yeah. my life's actually okay. And when you come to me and you're like really dealing with a crisis, I have nothing to offer you. Right. I'm like, exactly. well, sucks for you. I'm and also a misery man. loves company. Yes. So it's like if one of us was having a really hard time and the other one, like, like you were saying, weren't using this time to build up your faith, then it was, it would kind of be like, okay, well, yeah, you're right. The world does suck. Bye. Yeah. Like, what, what are we doing? <laughs> yes. Well, and I had a conversation with Steven's dad um, on Easter and we were talking about how, you know, if you look at the statistics of this disease, like it's obviously so sad that there's been any deaths, but it's right. not, it's not like, I mean, it's not a third of the population. It's not as bad as like it absolutely could be. I mean, it's, it's totally. bad, but it's not right. that bad. And I think when you look at the news though, the articles you're reading or the things you're seeing on social media or mm-hmm. media is just like, it's so fear-based, so fear-based, mm-hmm. so negative. And it's like, if those are the voices you're listening over the word of God, and even over your own logic. So it's mm-hmm. like if I look around and I'm like, I'm okay. Like yeah. this isn't ideal in every situation and every way, but I'm good and mm-hmm. God is still king. Mm-hmm. And then I read his word and I'm like taken even higher because mm-hmm. of the faith that that does. Then when I, re- when I hear the news or read the news, I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't trump what my reality is seeing through my own eyes, my own experience, and through what I'm reading the word of God. But if you're around people or you're surrounding yourself with just the news, just these negative voices, that's going to start to change your your outlook and like even your heart and just totally your own health and actually there's been so many studies that show like when you focus on negativity mm-hmm. it actually suppresses your immune system yes it does it yeah. makes you sicker it makes you sicker yes. so it makes you more vulnerable mm-hmm. to the things that are going on so mm-hmm. again be informed like the saying laughter is medicine is not so just a yeah. saying i really don't no. i mean it's not because like you said being sad and sulking in the negativity like that is literally just lowering your, your yes. whole body like and i just had the thought of when you're talking about the news like we are not gonna see in this time. We may be, we may see like really sad, really depressing news headlines that are out to scare us and mm-hmm. don't have like the best intention for us. But I just had the thought of like we are never gonna see in a news article, Jesus is no longer king. Like yeah. we're never gonna see that. Wow. And it's like if we can focus on the fact that he is still king and the fact that nobody is threatening that, like and nobody ever will because he is already king. That's so good. It's like. Like, imagine if you wake up, and maybe a lot of you are doing this, and I 100% encourage it, but it's so easy during this time to, like, wake up, like, maybe turn on the news, like, see what's going on today, whatever, but I would just encourage you to not do that and to open your Bible first thing, Mm -hmm. and even if you don't have, I had a girl message me the other day and was like, I just have a question, how do you have quiet time when you have kids, because I'm really struggling getting quiet time with just me and Jesus, and I think we may have talked about this on our last episode a little bit, but... I told her, like, I'm, I'm going to be honest, not every day is quiet time. Right. And a lot of the times it's, you know, going coloring on a... It's loud time. It's loud time, and it's going coloring on a piece of my Bible. But I would so much rather my kids see me with an open Bible than just, like, see me watching the news. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, whether or not it's I'm getting the 
like quality quiet time with Jesus. It's still quality time with Jesus. And it's, and I know he's equipped me for this season that I'm in. So it's not a surprise to him that this isn't quiet. And it's Absolutely. not a surprise to him that like I'm needed and pushed and pulled in this direction. It's still my time with him. And even if I like ingested just a verse, just a word of his goodness in that moment, like that's better than seeing the statistics of the people that got sick yesterday. Well, it's quality over quantity. So exactly. like find one scripture that you can meditate on. Yeah. And instead of feeling like you need to digest like six chapters. Exactly. You know? or, or six new articles of news that just talk about like statistics. Like, I'm sorry, but I've learned that that doesn't help in any way, no. shape or form. No. no, I think it's so important for us to be like, what are we hearing? What are we listening to? Where am I getting my, mm-hmm. my truth? Mm-hmm. Because like, again, if you look at the news for truth, you're going to be in a really rough place. Right. And so I hope that you guys, if you haven't already, we hope you listen to last week's episode with our friend Katie. It's so good. Because it's all about hearing the voice of God. And so if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, the voices I'm hearing are not voices of truth, please go back and listen, re-listen to the episode. Also, she announced that she, this is incredible because so this is a time that's hard for her financially as well. And instead of charging for her class, she's actually doing it for free. And you know what she said, which was so, you were in the thread too, but it was so powerful. She said, Jesus paid it all for us, so why should you have to pay? Like she said, she Come literally texted that and I was like, oh, yes. And again, talk about like, okay, if you have a lot of free time right now, if you've been let go of your job, to set aside designated time to be in a class where you're going to learn how to hear the voice of God, what a better time than now to do that than now. And I, I do think that there's people like Katie and there's creatives putting things out into the world. Like we were talking about the Bethel album piece that just released. And I don't know if you knew this, Amanda, I read it somewhere. I need to find it, but they actually, the way they did the album was it's the recorded songs, but then they also took um, sounds that have been proven scientifically to heal the brain from trauma and they have them going on in there. So it actually like brings peace when you listen to it, like scientifically and healing. And so Stephen and I had an incredible worship night, which side note, this past weekend being Easter was literally my favorite Easter I've ever yeah. had by far. Like starting from Friday to Sunday, there were so many holy moments for our family. Like we went on a prayer walk, Stephen and I on Friday, both crying, came back, took oh, communion, so... worship to that album for like two hours, both just like on our faces. Like I felt the presence of God so strongly so in our house. Good. It was beautiful. And while we're worshiping and encountering God with this album, Sushi, our dog, is like literally like laid out on the ground like on her back paws up and I I didn't know that about the album until I read it the next day because my friend Skylar posted it and I was like man I'd never seen her like fall asleep like that when there's music playing and I think like scientifically it she just, just put relaxed her, her it just did and, oh. and I literally worshiped it was such a weird night because we just took communion whenever I walked took communion ate dinner worshiped and then I don't even remember saying like let's go to sleep I like took a shower and the next thing I know, I'm just like asleep. The album's still on. And it was the most peaceful sleep. I it was love so that. beautiful. And it was just this like state of rest. And I just felt like the That's peaceful so presence good. of God. But from that to then like celebrating Easter with my family in different ways, getting to stream into past churches I've worked at. Like I streamed in the church I worked at in LA. Stop. Like just like made that. it a point to be like, this is a different year. We're going to acknowledge it differently. But just thankful for that album and thankful that yes easter service wasn't what i'm used to i didn't Mm -hmm. get to go to my church physically but i streamed in the upper room two times you know like it's like it's a different it's so thing and i'm thankful and so with that actually i'm releasing an album yes on friday on friday and it's we'll put all we'll put everything yeah we'll put all the stuff on obviously basic but I always had said I wanted to release it in April. And the funny thing about these songs is they're actually recorded like a couple years ago. Like they're old. 
technically, but I just kept waiting for the time when I felt like the Lord yeah. said to release it. And I've been releasing a couple of singles throughout the time, but the album is called The New Has Come. And it's based on one of the songs on the album called The New Has Come that I wrote with my friend Mateo, who's been on our podcast before. Yes, Mateo. And it's all about like winter ending. Like we wrote it actually because I was reading The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe again. Yes. And we wrote it about like spring coming when like you know because in that book it's winter for forever and yes. ice queen and then aslan comes and he brings life and brings spring and it's all about just being in that place of barrenness and feeling like it's the winter but the promise that he he's gonna kill like the enemy or sorry the lord is gonna end the winter and he's gonna bring new life in spring and i knew that i wanted to call the album that i knew that was going to be like the the song that kind of it revolved around so i just feel like that's what he's done in my own life yeah the past couple years but i'm so thankful to release it right now because that's what i feel like he's doing on the earth like it's like yes this feels like a winter it's so good and it feels like things are dead and dying but like he promises he's gonna spring new life to spring new life like that's his promise and he will do it oh so so i'm so excited so y'all have to listen yes we will for sure and also you just said that okay i had this thought when i was driving the other day and I don't know if it's just me. Like, I don't know if I have these weird rose-colored glasses on. But lately, if I've been driving anywhere, the earth and, like, oh, the greenery agreed. is so green. So green. It, it's so beautiful. Like, I literally had the, I was, like, driving through, like, a tunnel of, like, trees, sort of. And I was like, what is this? It felt like a storybook perfection. Like, the wind was blowing. It was, like, 70 degrees outside. And, like, I was looking around and I was thinking... Where I, am I? Where am I? Everything looks so lush. Like it just it looks, looks like Ireland. I said this even the other day. I'm like, this is literally the greenest Texas has ever been. I think so too. And it's like I can see like, and that's the thing. It's like I think if you keep your eyes open, just a little bit, and mm-hmm. it's like just to see God's beauty. Still, even inside like a dark time, it's like it really truly is everywhere. And it's like it's in the little things. Like it's not like we have to look and be like. My bank account's not rising or like I'm not, you're not, you may not be seeing the fruit of like what you necessarily want to be seeing right now. But if you actually look around, it's like it caught, it kind of took my breath away for a minute. I was like, the trees are, like everything is really green and beautiful. That's a really good challenge to leave our listeners with is keep your eyes open this week. Yes. And we'd love for you to hear, like to DM us and let us know like little detail things that you've seen this week where you see God. God's hand. Yeah. And I love that because our theme of the podcast is giving God glory in the big and And basic basic things. things. And it really is like, we joke about the being basic, but really like he really is in in the basic basic things. things. He is there and he, his glory is revealed. The ground we walk on. That's so good. Yeah. Also, I'm pretty impressed with myself for how I started off this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, you really took I think I've only on twice. You really took a turn then. for the better. <laughs> struggle bus major. Again, talk about being an extrovert. This is giving me so much energy it in life. Is, it Maybe is. that's why I was tired. I just needed to talk you to just you. You just needed to talk to our listeners. Oh, guys, we love you so much. Thank you for letting us word vomit our thoughts. This podcast, this specific podcast, had really no point. No, it did. It was to bring joy. It was all the things. It was to bring joy in life. Also, side note, when we are back into the world, Cammy is going to be Belle when Belle and Beauty and the Beast comes into the city and is like, Bonjour! Hello, bonjour! Bonjour! bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. Oh, I'm going totally. to literally... I, I texted my friend the other day and I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. This is what I want. I want to get my nails done, first and foremost. First. I want to go get a manicure and pedicure. First. Second of all, I want to go to the mall on the busiest Saturday and I want strangers to rub up against me and like hit me and like I'm spill pushing. things on me. That's what I want. And I want to... That's what like, I want. I want to sit on people. Yeah. That's what I want. End it there. I want to sit on people. I want to sit on We'll save that. I hope that you can understand. (laughs) So, guys, we love you. I'm Cammie. I'm Amanda. We're Basically Basic. And we know you are, too. Be blessed. And be basic.